Hi, I'm Kat Farrance, and I'm founder of Movement for Modern Life. Welcome to Yoga Off the Mat. This is the Movement for Modern Life podcast, and in this podcast, I invite you to join me on a journey to meet the champions of change. These are the most inspiring people I've ever met, and they're living a happy, healthy, sustainable life. Welcome to this special edition of the Movement for Modern Life podcast. This is another installment in our series of live meditations from our amazing team of teachers, which is part of our very first home yoga retreat taking place during lockdown COVID times. These meditations, Dharma talks and Q&A sessions with our teachers are just wonderful tools for supporting us through these challenging times. Today we're talking with Joe Teo about energy. Joe is a fabulous teacher with a one-of-a-kind approach because he manages to merge meditation, yoga and qigong in a really beautiful, mindful way. And it, it makes him the perfect person to talk about energy, chi or prana, whichever way we look at it. In this session, we talk about how we can recharge and best take care of our energy. He's got amazing ways of looking at the concept of energy through these different lenses. And I think that, well, I certainly can learn so much from him. We start this conversation with a little chat about energy and you follows it with a guided meditation. After that, Jew answers questions from the Movers Group Movement for Modern Life community, um, which I'm sure you'll all find quite interesting to listen to. I'd love to invite you to find a quiet space and spend a few moments practicing with us and then perhaps listen to some insights that he has from other people. I really do hope that you find this useful. Please do share it with your family, friends, loved ones, anyone who you think will benefit from some tools in their toolbox to deal with troubled times. Enjoy. Very well, thank you. It's a gorgeous day out there today. Um, so I expect a lot of people would much rather be outside than <laughs> inside doing a meditation, but we shall see. I have actually um, been for uh, a walk today, which was really lovely because it is really nice. And although the advice is to, to stay in, I went for uh, I went early and tried to, to beat the crowds. Um, and it is. It's really beautiful and, and really nice to uh, to be outside. Uh, I think it's... Uh, Absolutely. It, yeah, abs I think it is so... Well, I was going to talk, say that it was energising. You know, I think it's really refreshing. <laughs> um, and, and, of course, energise is the, is, is the theme we've been looking at um, today. And, and what I found is I went... I went on my walk and although I'm in the middle of London, um, there's a park quite close to me and it's a city farm as well. And I walked through and so it was this very uh, weird experience of seeing horses and uh, sheep in the middle of East London. And then when I got back, it was because the, the temperature had risen and I was like, I feel kind of a little bit kind of tired and walked out and, and I, I I did your class which uh 
which was lovely and it I it really did re-energize me and but it was really grounding and settling as well and and so I well one of my first questions to you was uh was just about about energy and um energizing and and what energy means to you because you you teach both yoga and and qigong and i i know both of us have um like learn loads from Mimi as well so I think we've we've both come from that we both do a little bit of Qigong we really enjoy that but do you want to say a little bit about chi and energy and energizing and and prana and and what it what it all all means absolutely absolutely hello to everyone who's joined us this evening um it's so interesting to think of energy or chi as a thing um, every time i i talk about this subject i always i'm reminded of this great quote by this french scientist and philosopher um, named antoine lavoisier who says um the the the, the phrase in french is uh, dans la nature rien ne se crée rien ne se perd tout change and what that means is in nature nothing is created and nothing dies everything changes and that is a really um, succinct way of describing qi, which is the, just simply the Chinese word for energy. And in Chinese philosophy and Chinese medicine, qi is in everything. There is energy in everything. What happens when energy is converted from one form to another is, is all that happens, basically. So everything that could be static energy in wood, for example, when you burn the wood, it becomes heat. Okay. So, you know, it's, so it's just how matter changes from one form to another. And that's what happens with energy. There is energy within us um, that we are born with in the kidneys. It's called yuan qi. And it's like our two gas tanks that are stored in our kidneys in Chinese philosophy and Chinese medicine. And as we live and as we grow, we top up daily with exercise, with food, with breathing, with things that inspire us, with the things that we do with our lives. All those things that we consume directly and indirectly also top up our energy levels on a daily basis. So we might be listening to a piece of music and that actually turns into energy within us when we find it moving or when we find it inspiring or joyous you know so that's a really interesting way um, to look at how energy changes um, and that is the fundamental principle underlying all of qigong is that how are we cultivating the energy that is already already inherently within us and how are we then converting what's around us whether it's food whether it's nature whether it's relationships our conversations our work how are we converting all that and our interaction with that into energy that feeds us. So in a way, it's about transformation and connection and our, our connection with, with the world around us. And um, with your example of the woods burning, it's also how energy is on a continuum, I guess, just transforming into different shapes and forms guess- and moving. Yeah, so anything can be energy and anything and everything is energy is effectively 
what the principle is. So how we choose to expend our energy and what we choose to take energy from, um, that's, the, that's the playground. And various practices will lead us to find what really energizes us and what might deplete us energetically. And we've had some um, lovely comments here. So we've um, had a comment from Susanna. Hi, Susanna. And she says um, that she's never done one of your classes before and it was a lovely revelation. And she felt much lighter and clearer afterwards. And she's going to do the second one after this session, which I think will be perfect because that one's really about dropping and restoring into stillness. Um, and we've um, got a, a several hellos. Um, Lisa also enjoyed the morning class and is looking forward to the second one a little later. Um, Kathy says hello. Um, Sandy says she's been sunbathing on, on her balcony and wanted to stay outside. Um, for the meditation, but it's got a bit chillier now, so she's come back inside. But she's really um, enjoyed the the classes, um, and 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 I think that's a really interesting thing about energy and working with energy in this way is that I think so often we think that we need to sometimes do something, either sleep or do something really fast paced and really, I guess what we'd call invigorating. Um, to feel a surge of en energy and yet by doing something that can be slower paced and uh, you know gentle we can really open up you know all, all this release the energy within us as well which which I think is what I really love about your classes because they can be very gentle and yet they can be really powerful and strong in terms of feeling an energy release um they they feel that way for me anyway oh great that's great great i mean it's it's really reflected in nature we're in this period in nature now where we're seeing things start to come out this blossom everywhere the new shoots coming up and all that would not have happened if there wasn't a winter a period of rest when we had all that rain this winter <laughs> you know and now yeah, when you see the new growth that's coming out it's just amazing growth that is a result of that period of rest so as energy circulates and transforms there is a natural rhythm to it and within each of us at a personal level within our bodies within a microcosm of a day and within the slightly larger landscape of our lifetime we will have that rhythm and it will be different for each of us. And the journey and the practice is to discover where we are each day and what our rhythm is at any particular state in life. You know, when we get knocked, when we have a disease, when we have heartbreak, if we fall down skiing and break a leg, whatever it might be, all those things um, impose on us a situation, okay, I've still got all this energy, what do I do with this energy now? Um, so that's really the interesting thing is that when it comes to a slower practice and when it comes to cultivating energy, the first step is to understand what I need right now. And it doesn't have to be what everyone else is doing mm. and it doesn't have to be an idea of what I want to become. It's a case of, 
what is happening right now and what is really calling me right now. And what is really calling me right now is to sit on the couch and have a glass of wine. That is probably the best thing to be doing. And if, you know, within the microcosm of a day, that might be absolutely fine. Within the microcosm of a week, let's start to monitor how many times that happens. Within the, microcosm, within the slightly longer period of a lifetime, then we start to see whether or not that's in balance or out of balance. And like in nature, everything has a natural balance. And within our body, there are systems in place that keep things in check to make sure that the body is in balance, that we're breathing in okay, and we're digesting our food all right, and we're being able to let it out at a, at a necessary pace, at a necessary time of the day, um, in a form that is, is comfortable. Whether it's sweating, whether it's um, going to the toilet, um, the body has these natural checks in place. And the thing about energy is to not really go seeking for something, like, like, like there is some big secret about it. It is here in front of us every single moment. When we feel hunger, when we feel tired, when we feel excited, when we feel nervous, that's all various forms of energy. And um, that... I think an acceptance that whatever we are experiencing right now is our starting point for how we want to cultivate our energy is an important one. Um, so don't worry about doing dental classes or strong classes. Both are absolutely fine. Just do what feels right for you at this particular point in time. And I, I think what you were saying also really resonates for this time we're living through now where I think we may be feeling a lot of different things all in one day, whether it's anxiety or feeling ungrounded or lonely or connected or hyper-connected or anxious or worried. And all these things can can all come together because it, 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 is, it is unusual times, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. It is really important right now to just be aware of everything that's happening within us because this is a collective experience there is there is no denying that all around the world this is a collective experience and there is a collective energy behind it while all human activity is being contained there can you imagine the amount of vibration that's been happening as we're out and about you know, you know, dispersed all over the planet, but now we're contained in particular areas. Can you just imagine the amount of vibrating energy that's happening, that's contained, that doesn't have the outlet that we normally have to dissipate it? So fa fascinating stuff. Kasha says so. she loves the idea of an everyday energy check, um, which which is which is a really lovely idea, I think, yeah. to to run with. Um, so. I was just wondering if if um, you want to lead us in 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 a meditation, so we can we can check in yeah. with, with some of of this um, stuff you're you're talking about. Absolutely, and we are going to start exactly with that, which is an energy check, and. There's, there are various ways you can look at it. Um, you, we can, we're going to start with basically a, a, a body scan. So start by getting really comfortable 
you can do this lying down, sitting on a chair, sitting on the floor, on a block, on a cushion, whatever feels sustainable and available right now. So just take a moment, take a moment and get really comfortable wherever you are, whatever last minute fidgety things you may want to do right now, if you want to make sure the door is shut or if you want to maybe have blankets nearby so you can grab them easily as we progress through the meditation, have the things you feel you may want around you. Just take a moment, give yourself permission to just be comfortable and available to what's going on here. Just notice your breath, first of all now. Notice how the breathing feels, where it is in the body. Yes, we do use the lungs to breathe naturally, but it, we may not necessarily feel it in the upper chest all the time. But just take a moment now to see where you might be feeling the breath most naturally. Might be in the lower belly, might be in the hands, might be in the shoulders. And without trying too hard, just naturally start to lengthen the breath. Don't inhale so deeply you feel you're going to explode. Don't draw out the exhale so long that you need to gasp the next inhale. Just going at a pace that feels available and natural to you right now. Allow the breath to naturally lengthen. Stay aware of the space within the chest, within the ribcage. Just going to visit the various parts of the body right now. I'll lead you through it. But imagine you're walking into each section of your body, like you're walking into a room and opening a window and letting fresh air in. So we'll start in the chest in the ribs, the front and the back of the ribcage, and also the space in the armpits. Just linger a moment observing a couple more breaths slow and steady, 
It's moving a little lower under the rib cage, under the diaphragm. The space of the stomach, the liver, the kidneys, the intestines. Down as well into the pelvic bowl. Lower belly. Stay and observe the space here. Allowing a little bit more space with each breath. Moving down into the legs. The space of your thighs, the knees and the lower legs. Breathing a bit more space into each leg. to the ankles and into the feet. Into each toe and the space between the toes. Now become aware of your fingertips, the length of each finger, the space in your hands and your palms, traveling up the arms, Breathing space into the arms, up into the shoulders, the shoulder blades and the collarbones. Up into the neck. Up into the space behind the ears, up and over the skull, the scalp into your face, allowing the cheeks to soften, loosening the jaw, softening the tongue and the throat. Be aware now of the entire body, whichever position you may be in, lying down or sitting up. We'll now go through a meditation called the Five Jewels Meditation. 
and we start in the lungs. Observe the space in the lungs. Visualize or maybe imagine the shape of the lungs. The right lung a little bit larger usually than the left lung because the left lung has to have space to accommodate the heart. Just being aware of both lungs and visualize a bright white light. White like the most brilliant diamond you can imagine. And with each breath, visualize the lungs getting brighter, clearer, lighter, more spacious. Let your exhale carry away anything that's not needed in the lungs at the moment. Just one more breath here in the lungs. We move down into the kidneys. The sense the space in your back, the space of the kidneys. With the same intention, we're going to breathe here in the kidneys. With each breath in, bringing in fresh, clear, clean energy into the kidneys. With each breath out, letting out anything that no longer serves us. And the color we want to visualize here in the kidneys is a deep sapphire blue. So visualize your kidneys as two huge sapphires. With each breath, 
They become clearer, more brilliant and deeply blue. One more breath here in the kidneys. Move up into the liver. Visualize the space of your liver under the diaphragm, across the mid of the torso, The color here is green, green like a huge emerald green. With each breath in, invite clear, fresh, clean energy into the liver. With each breath out, letting go of any, any gunk, anything you don't need from the liver. With each breath, the liver glows brighter and more brilliantly green.
One more breath here. Beside the liver, just to the left of the liver, slightly forward of it, is the spleen. It's about the size of a golf ball, maybe a little bit larger. And it's yellow, yellow like a topaz. So visualize this golden light, golden yellow in the spleen. With each breath, fresh, clear, vital energy. With each breath out, letting go of anything that no longer serves us. One more breath. And now the heart. A big red ruby. With each breath in, fresh vital energy into the heart. each breath out clearing away each breath cycle with each breath cycle the heart becomes deeper and richer more brilliant
Visualize now a white bright bubble encasing the space of your torso. Maybe you're sitting within it completely. Visualize this white clear bubble of light. Within it, the red ruby shining brilliantly the diamonds of your lungs, the sapphires of your kidneys, the emerald, that's the liver, and the gleaming topaz of your spleen. Visualize these five jewels shining brightly within this white bubble of light. Breathing in here.
Start to notice very gently your fingers and your toes. Notice the texture, maybe the temperature in the palms of your hands. Notice the muscles on your face, allowing the tongue and the throat to soften once again. Become aware once again of the physical movement of each breath. And when you feel ready, slowly let the eyes open. Take your time. Come back slowly, gradually. Adjust the legs, free the legs. Move a little if you feel the need to. Thank you. Bring yourself back into the room. Thank you, Raki. That's such a a beautiful um, meditation. Um, I I really love it, and, and every time I've done that one it's really magical and so so different and so lovely to notice we don't really pay attention to our organs very much unless they're going wrong do we generally so it's it's lovely to visualize them as as jewels that's um I sometimes do that um when I'm teaching um young people and I do all sorts of things with them but that they love that so much. Um, I think it's just that visualization and the resonance of the colors. It's it's really beautiful. Um, Joanna's um, just written and said, "Wonderful, thank you." So I think. Um, thank you. It's it's yeah. Well, these these five organs in Chinese medicine are the yin organs, and by nature, these are the dense organs. And how wonderful to imagine these, and obviously the yin is the feminine um, aspect of, of the body as well. And how wonderful it is to imagine these vital functions within the body as jewels. And I, I decided to do this meditation today because the theme of it was about energizing. And it really is about channeling our own ability to visualize and imagine with our mind, with our intention, and just renew the energy that's within us. So there might be times when, you know, okay, you might feel like you've got a, you're feeling really low energy, or you might have a bad back, or, you know, be really tired in the lower back, you know, lie down on the ground and do just the kidneys, perhaps. Just really 
put your attention into that one space. And it doesn't have to be necessarily an organ system. It could just be, you know, all of the back, for example. You might be lying on your back, having had a really tough day physically, lie on your back, and just visualize the space of your back and use the same practice. Visualize a light, it doesn't have to be a particular color. And with each breath in, the intention clearly is simply to just say, I am now inviting in fresh, clear energy into this space. And with the exhale, I'm letting go of anything that no longer serves me. And with this particular meditation we did tonight, we use the five jewels because it's the five jewels um, meditation. And it just, you know, ping, 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 ping. It's like, you know, when the ball goes through the pinball machine and hits every bonus thing, it just lights up the space within us. And we can do that with any part of our body. And it's simply using our imagination, using our ability to visualize and using our very single-minded intention, which is to replenish, rejuvenate, resource, refill the tank. Absolutely. And we've had some lovely feedback. So Kasha said, amazing. Thanks. I feel so relaxed. Susanna said, beautiful and blissful. Thank you. Heidi said, thank you, Drew, wonderful. And Laurel says, I agree, that felt magical. Thank you. And it, it really, it, it is like magic, I think, working in this way with, with energy. And I think with that very powerful visualization of, of seeing these parts of the body as, as jewels as well, and really imagining that resonance and brilliance and shine is um it, it really adds a shine to to your energy levels it's um and it's it's amazing how quickly you really begin to feel deeply deeply relaxed but rejuvenated and and yeah um i i agree with laurel it's it's it's, it's extra magical that one yeah I mean, it's wonder. I like the visualization of jewels as well because it's precious, and it's a really nice reminder that what's in this physical body is precious. Every single part of us. Absolutely, and I think so often we're so we get very cross with our bodies sometimes, don't we? And we put our bodies under pressure to do what yeah. we want them to do and to twist and turn that way. And yeah. sometimes we only notice our bodies mm -hmm. when they're not quite doing what we want them to do or going wrong. And it, it, it's lovely to really bring some value to, to our bodies and recognize how, how precious they are and, and how magical. I mean, they yeah. are. We can't, we can't, yeah. You know, if you were to We can't time, see these organs, <laughs> so we can't criticize them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, and, and it is amazing, isn't it? Because if we were to design something, I don't, I don't even know if we could come up with half the complexity that, that we find within, within our bodies. So um, thank you very much for, for leading us uh, through that. Um, I don't know. My pleasure. I don't know if anyone else has any other questions about your, um, your practices or, or the, the the classes they've done today. I, th I think everyone's found your class today, that morning class, so 
accessible. And I, I know people are saving up the evening class just as a as a final thing before before going to bed. And I think it's um I think when I was putting um the, the this the classes and this retreat together, I was sort of thinking by this stage I think we're at about day seven now that you know we, we would be feeling a need, you know, we've we've done a yeah. lot of work in it. So that's kind of time that we can really almost uncover some of those um kind of subtle subtle things that are going on and feel really um really close close to those vera's said do i really appreciate your style of teaching the tone of your delivery is so peaceful and consequently restorative and um and i i echo what vera says i think whenever whenever i i do one of your classes and just just hear your voice and it just feels like I'm imbued with that kind of sense of positivity and and restoration as well that's um, really really thank you I find lovely. for me it's very important it's, it's very important in the flow of a class to let the student have space and time to experience what it is that is going on in the body and slowing down is not an easy thing and you know we do busy things outside and we come into a class and we then do more busy things in the class expecting to then slow down as a result of it sometimes that's what is absolutely is needed and sometimes there is a little bit of room for that extra bit of curiosity about what's going on here the little subtle things that might get escaped that or other that might get missed if you're moving too quickly and moving a little bit more slowly gives you that space for that with regards to the classes being really accessible one really important thing is to think about what can i be doing today that i can still be doing into the future so that i'm not taxing myself unnecessarily and um, pulling back you know, it's nice to see, okay, I can challenge myself every now and again, um, but do you need to be doing that? Do we? Do you need to be breaking the limits every single class, every single practice? Um, or can you give yourself a little bit of time to say, today I'm just going to pull back a little and see how it feels to do a little bit less. Sometimes that can be the really advanced practice. Sometimes that can be a real challenge for yourself. And I... I really like what what you've said today about checking in with yourself and and doing what's what's right for yourself today. Um, I think that's so important, and I think we often get caught up in I should do this and I should do that. And sometimes when we give ourselves a break, it you know I why why should we <laughs> you know. Um, maybe what we should do is is listen to to what what our bodies genuinely need um so i i i really appreciated that priya has said slow meditation really helped me be aware of my breathing and fell in a relaxing trance and and, and i think the magic of slowing down can't be underestimated can it we 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 live in a very fast world, yeah. and I think I, I read something somewhere that um, you know. I think if if someone 
living 100 years ago, 150 years ago, lived our lives, they would just die of exhaustion because we have speeded yeah. our lives up so much. Um, and and yet we, we find it so hard to slow down and we find ourselves getting bored because we're, I think we've got hooked on kind of constant stimulation and constant, I guess, adrenaline. I think the important thing about slowing down is to not expect it to happen instantly. Um, one of the, the things that slowing down can um, provide, obviously, is the benefit of experiencing once you have actually slowed down. But it helps to have some transition period. You know, you, you don't go from fifth gear to a full heart stop. But, you know, you walk into a yoga class, you come off the street, you walk into yoga class most of the time and you're told to lie down and relax. Well, no, you need, you need to get there. And a slow practice is a really effective way of just shifting down a gear and then maybe another gear. And then by the end of the class, you might be at that really nice calm place that you wanted to get to. Um, and the benefit of doing slow classes and really giving yourself the opportunity um, it's an interesting way to to go about it. Um, Heidi said, appreciated the extra time to fully benefit from the visualizations, especially as this is the first time I've done the dual meditation. Many thanks for introducing it to me, Ju. Mm. And it's nice. I'm glad you. It's lovely to bask in in the jewels in our body. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we go and look in the jewellery shop, we don't just rush past it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> rush in and grab the first one. Yeah. You know, when you go and look at the crown jewels, you know, you take your time and, and, and you really try and look at it from different angles. And, and that's what I find really lovely about using the, these jewels as the visualization because you can really go to town and if you are really enjoying it and if you're doing this on your own, um, observe as well which one pulls you in a little bit more because that, that can sometimes be quite telling as to what needs a bit more attention. If you find that you're spending a lot of time in the lungs or a lot of time in the liver, there could be something there that, 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 that we may not know about that the body is sending a signal for. And that's lovely. And, and of course, we can all replay this um, again. Um, so it'll be on replay, I think, immediately um, that we, we stop and then um, we'll, we'll put, put it up on the website in, in a couple of days as well. So people will be able to, to access this and, and really practice this, um, which is such a lovely, lovely practice. I think it might also be, I think this one I use in the Shavasana on one of my classes on Movement for Modern Life as well. I forget which one exactly, but it's in the Shavasana of one of my classes online. Yeah, and um, and, and, the, and the other thing I wanted to say to you is you, you quoted the um, French philosopher uh, um, just when we started our conversation. It would be great if you could type that quote into the, the comments box as well when when you get a chance because that, that was really lovely a lovely way to think about um nature and i i'm sure people will will want to take another look and and think about that um again and 
Happy to. And I'll, I'll 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 figure out which which class has that in Shavasana and um, post it in the in the group in in a couple of days' time. Too. Brilliant. I I think we've we're we're almost at at an at an hour. Um, but it's been really lovely spending this hour with you. I feel I feel very um very relaxed. Um, just just by being in your presence, it's been it's been really nice and it's been really interesting to to get that sense of how how we can begin to understand our own energy more and and how we we have energetic interactions with with the world around us um it's been it's been brilliant thank you so much for for coming on and thank you for your beautiful beautiful classes today we've really enjoyed it thanks to Thank you so very much for tuning in and listening. I really hope you enjoyed the meditation. Do stay tuned on the Movement for Modern Life podcast for more practices from our online retreats, and they're going to be released over the next few weeks. Um, Please do subscribe so that you won't miss a session. And it would be great if you would be able to review us too. We um, really, really do appreciate and need the positive reviews so that others can find us. And of course, please share this with your friends. You can go to movementformodernlife forward slash podcast and there you will find the beautiful array of our yoga off the mat and champions of change series. Um, And also, of course, we're on iTunes, Stitcher and all the other usual places you will find a podcast. Please do go to movementformodernlife.com, sign up for your free 14-day trial. There has never been a better time to get your online yoga practices. So thank you very, very much and take care of yourselves and your loved ones.